ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. Hello and welcome to the All-Time Misfit Podcast, where you have yours truly, Little B at Brunelli Sports, Chris, a.k.a. Hater at Supercharge 33, and we are still short Corey Guest this week. He is having some technical technical difficulties down in Missouri, where he's at with some, I guess, some really bad storms, and he can't get his internet up and running, so we will be short again this week with Corey, but he will be back next week. We are super excited to get him back. So uh, let's go ahead and get into this week's podcast there, Chris. We have a really good lined up podcast for you. We're going to go ahead and talk about some of the big news of the week. And let's go ahead and get the sad news out of the week here, Chris, for me, because this, and this is just not a sad news for me. This is a sad news for baseball. baseball. Yeah. One of the youngest, hottest, best, you know, fun people to watch in baseball, Ronald Acuna Jr. Tore his ACL in yesterday's game, trying to go for a catch against the Miami Marlins. And while I say the Miami Marlins, you're nothing but a classless organization. And that was a classless move with that tweet. And what is wrong with you? Please tell me you know what I am talking about, Chris. I was wondering if you mentioned that tweet. Uh, that was not awful. Whatever is on the marketing fired. Yeah, completely fired. I mean – if people haven't seen it, you're, it's too late. You can kind of find it. People have uh, video or you know face or screenshots of it. But it really comes down to is that the Mar- Miami Marlins go like, hey, you want to see it inside the park home run on the same play where Ronald Acuna hurt his you know tore his ACL and they st- they pan to Acuna Jr. on the field not moving in pain because he tore his ACL while Jazz Chisholm. Is sprinted around the bases and scores a inside inside the park home run, and the Miami Marlins like, hey, you want to see this? Really? Like, what kind of organization does that? No, we haven't done it in a while, but quit playing with yeah. that. Yeah, quit straight playing. up, quit, quit playing, and and it's just like, it's just another chapter to the Ronald Acuna Miami Marlins, you know, drama. Or, by the way. But for Acuna Yahoo, this is going to be a big story. Acuna keeps getting hit by the Marlins. He's gotten hit seven times. Yeah. When he got hit by a slider on day, no one wants to get hit by a slider. No one's going to hit somebody with a slider. Anyway, still, seven times getting hit by the Marlins. Yeah, and then gets hurt in this game. I mean, there is just bad blood between – and Acuna – destroys the Marlins. He it's right. Chipper Jones versus the New York Mets. I mean, that is what this is. You know, and Ronald Acuna's Ronald circles circles every Marlins game because he's gonna he goes off on the Marlins. The Marlins can't stop Acuna. He destroys them. He has multiple first pitch home runs off the Marlins. So it's still I, I don't like the Marlins. I don't like what they've done. I mean, good for them on hiring the first female, you know, general manager. Of the, that's the only thing they have going for them. But for the rest. I mean, yeah, but yeah. But going on and moving, you know, let's, we can sit here and talk about that all dang day. Let's just go ahead and move it on and just to say that are the Braves done? I don't even think this matters. I it does. It hurts the team a hundred percent. There's no is and uh, but I don't think the Braves. This is just the Braves season. The Braves were never gonna. The Braves were just always gonna be a fighting for a 500 team this year. We had too many injuries. We had Onu, you know, breaking his hand because he got mad and broke and punched the bench at the game. You have uh, Marcelo Zunia breaking his fingers and then getting you know assault battery charges and then. You have, you know, Travis Denard, who wasn't really doing well, you know, tear some ligaments in his No, fingers. no. And then Mike Soroka re-tearing his Achilles? Yeah. 
So I mean, and then plus that, and then and then just the first two months of the season, the Braves couldn't hit or pitch. So and then Matt Matt Freeman, you know, yeah, Matt Yeah, I mean, this is not what what frustrates me about this season is it gives the the Braves all the reason to bring back Brian Stinnaker for one more year because yeah, everything's no, exactly. gone wrong. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. oh no. The guys were hurt. What's that? What's that? You know? Oh. Yeah. I mean, the Braves have been done since, you know, mid-May. Yes, 100%. Ever since they lost everybody, could they make a move and, and perhaps get some arms and, you know, rally around what they got? Yeah, possibly. I mean, Charlie, big... Morton, Charlie Morton's gotten a little bit better. Drew Smiley's doing pretty well, up. too. Drew, yeah. Drew Smiley's been pitching really well. My problem, and I don't know if this was AA or if this was Snit. You just lost your best player. No offense to Freddie Freeman, who I love. And another thing, AA, why has Freddie Freeman not signed an extension? Different story, different day. But instead of bringing up Kristen Patch or Drew Waters, a young you know, prospect that could – you know, regenerate. No, he's he's playing for the Stripers, the Triple A team. Oh. So instead of bringing up him or Drew Waters, our one of our best prospects in base in baseball in on our roster who plays the outfield, you bring up Johan Camarga. Like, are you serious? Like, you know what? I, I that made no sense. Like. Hey, no, 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 him. Oh, whatever with my brother. My brother doesn't watch enough of the baseball uh, in Johan. Michael lives off of Johan of four years ago when he actually watched baseball games. It just, it's, it's infuriating. You bring, like, you lost, you lost something. You lost a young, hot player. And you're going to replace them with an old, busted Johan who, you know, is not, you're not, repl- you're not, you can't replace Acuna, but Pash and Waters could at least make some of a dent. Johan's not going to make any kind of a dent. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't know if uh, the sign or what, but I mean, you're. I, I don't know why you don't bring up right now. And Waters and given that his in front of field. Yeah, exactly. Well, Acuna's been playing a lot of right. Um, oh. Okay. Well, but my problem is, so now our starting outfield is Richard Am- or, uh, Almonte, uh, Herrera, oh. with Ender Ciarte, and Johan Camarga. That's oh. our fucking outfield. Yeah, yeah the Braves are done. I, I love me some Ender and Ciarte. I hate that guy. He's a great Every defender. Yeah. Ender's a great defender. Nothing, But Ender's bat is gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, the only reason why he had that was just playing in, in Turner. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but saying all that, the Braves are – I don't understand what to do. The season is lo- – like, it's not lost because we're only a couple games for 500. That's impressive with the season we're having. But instead of trying to do something different, you keep bringing out the guys who are struggling – Amante struggling, Heredia struggling, Ender's struggling. At all these guys are struggling at bats. They're good defenders, but guess who are great defenders and have good bats and are playing well in AAA? Drew Waters and Christian Patch. Why are you leaving your two of your youngest, best prospects down on the AAA level when you are dying in the outfield? It makes and no it's sense. All about fine. That's it is. Yeah, it has to be, but. Yeah, so that that's I can't I'll sit here on a soapbox all day if we keep talking about the Braves. So we'll we'll move on and let's talk about probably the nastiest thing of yesterday. And that's saying a lot by what the Marlins did or did with their tweet. But come on, Connor McGregor. If you didn't think we we're going to talk about Connor McGregor's leg and losing in a doctor's stoppage because well his leg snapped in half pretty much. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. It's not worth it. Don't even look at a photo. Just don't do it. It's 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 gruesome. It's horrible. And the best part about it all is Connor was still fucking Connor after it, sitting on the fucking having a a meeting with, or you know a 
a- a- interview with Joe Rogan in the ring. <laughs> yeah. No. I, Your uh, wife hits my I, DMs. Uh, yeah, your wife is in my DMs. I mean, come on. And she's been the link putting them off. Yeah. <laughs> and it's getting more tired than that. Yeah. I mean, first of all, what an anti-climactic ending to this uh, trilogy. Um, it looked, I'm sure it looked like Tom Reddard got the end of that anyway. But, yeah. still. Yeah, I was about to ask. Um, I really think it could be. He could bounce around and make that all that money. I mean, the dude doesn't have to. The money he made off of the he really made some money. Yeah, the yeah, all the money. I mean, UFC doesn't still doesn't pay for crap compared to like he the money he made from the the boxing match against uh Roy Jones set well set it up anyway. Uh, Mayweather, I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, Mayweather. Set him up for life. And then the dude is all over TV now. He's in every so, commercial possible. Did you see how much he sold his proper number 12 items with people? No. How much? $600 million. Yeah. The dude, I mean, the dude does, I mean. According to Lewis Magazine, you know the highest paid athlete in the world is? Who? Conor McGregor, number one. Behind him, Winston Ronaldo. I want to say it was Winston Ronaldo. That sounds right. That's on the old magazine. And you have seen like Blanton about it last night. I mean, Conor could easily become the Pat McAfee of UFC. Dude, he can do whatever he wanted. He can be an announcer. He can be... He can be... Hell, you know that that you wanted the you know for a wrestler, what an act for that. Yeah, he does. He has the perfect. He is that. He, I mean, he is. That's what he is. He is Pat McAfee of the UFC. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's I mean, so I mean, he won't I don't do that. Ever that. Yeah, Connor's that. Yeah, so Connor's career as a fighter is over, but Connor's career as whatever he wants to be is just beginning. <sighs> Yeah. So that's the big news of the week. We really don't have any other news. Uh, so we'll go ahead. We have, we're bringing you some more top fives. You, we all know that you love them and we all enjoy doing them for you because we love to ha- haze each other about it. Uh, Corey did send in his top fives for us. So we will read off his top fives, but uh, we are bringing you top fives, best sports moments as a fan, the top five. Oh, worst. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's excited for it. Thank you, thank you. Um, and then best base, top five uh, baseball and top five football. We told you we do top fives of each sport because it's just so hard when we did this top five sports movies because yeah, no, that, that, that was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Why not just do all sports? You no, know? yeah, I, I don't think we can do hot and we don't know hot and well enough to do that, but yeah. I mean, we do, but I could. I mean, it's Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks and uh, Slapshot and Miracle. That, that's where I, that's where my yeah, line. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. that, that's where my knowledge li- lies. It's a hot right there. Yeah, there it is. Bam, chop mic. So we're gonna go ahead and start with the worst because we both discussed let's let's start with the worst and end with the best. Our worst sports moment in our lifetime. Yes. And Chris, go right ahead, brother. I want to hear your top <laughs> five. I'm going to cry and get all emotional with this. Alright. The Padres being swept by the New York Yankees in 1998. One of my worst childhood memories right there. Honestly, on that day is the day I in the Red Sox there. Number four, the Cardinals losing the Super Bowl in a blowout fashion against the Niners. Number two, the Cardinals losing the divisional round game against the New York Jets. Maintaining this two-pit stop field goal in this game. I know I've been talking about more than I that. But, yeah. I was crying in my seat, I'm not in a lie, I was crying in my seat, in the stadium, and I was like, we will never get this close again. 
That's how good that team was in 09. Number one, I don't care about this one like that, but Marlon McQueen picks off Tom Brady and starts running with the football and fumbles it. <laughs> oh, that I was hoping you said that one because that is like that is that is Marty Schneiderheimer's like defined career as a playoff head coach. By the way, you haven't seen a Marty Schneiderheimer football life. No, watch that and see what he says to Grant Lawrence before that game. Yeah, he tells him, and he gets an go down. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, it, he does. I, I've seen it, and yes. Oh God! Like I was rooting. I this this is what I hated. Faded. I was rooting for the Chargers. I was rooting for the Chargers, and when I saw that, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That yeah, is I, my fandom in a nutshell. Yeah. And no, so, I, I I honestly think well, that the number one loose one though. <laughs> oh yeah, and you're probably right. You probably already know. I've already mentioned it multiple times on this podcast. But let's go ahead and start at my number five. And this was the 2020 Braves NCL, uh, NCL, uh, NCLS. I mean, we had the Dodgers. That NLCS. we were – yeah, NLCS, sorry. NLCS. We had the Dodgers. We were a game away from the World Series, and we let the Dodgers come back and win multiple games to advance on us. Because of Brian Sinekers' horrible pitching management, we did not make the World Series, and the Dodgers destroyed us and then go on to win the World Series. It was that last year was the Braves' best chance in the last 30 years to win. And we choked. And we choked so hard. Man, so yeah. yeah that, that was so bad. That, that reminded me of like the the Golden State Warriors choke. Yeah. Huh. No, I'm just, it reminded me of the Cleveland Indians when they killed a couple years ago on the little things. Yeah, very much so. This one is not like this. This is this, this is a fandom one of the Green Bay Packers, and this one hurts. These la- these next two are because of right. injuries and the moment when it happened. Nick Collins' career ending injury. I was watching that game live. I watched him dive and try to make the tackle, and you could just see what happened. And he was just down and just stayed down. Nick Collins was one of my favorite players and was on a on a Hall of Fame projection career. And goes for a tackle with the head for leads with his head down and breaks his you know breaks his neck pretty much and career is over. And it miserable. I mean miserable. Like I hate it. Coming in at number three, and this is – I'm glad Corey's not here, is when Shay McClellan, out of all people <laughs> – Yes. I was a correctional officer at this time, and I worked weekends. Oh. So I never got to watch football games. And this is the first Packer game of the year I got to watch. And I sit here, and I'm all excited. And literally, like, the first five minutes, Aaron Rodgers breaks his collarbone, and I couldn't watch the game. And I'm just like, brah, are you serious? And I was so devastated. I thought our season was over, this and that. I'm like, of course it had to be the Bears. And, like, of course it had to be Shea McClellan because Shea McClellan was just trash. It had to be, like, the most random guy of all time, a bust of a first-round pick. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, so it was – it's – Sucked that that happened, but was that one that said Matt Blinn for that. Yeah. No, it Seneca Wallace at this time, and Scott Tolzien. Seneca Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> Scott yeah, that was oh. our backups, baby. And the same game, Seneca Wallace tears his hamstring in like the like. That's first, right. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That was so, the end of his career too. Yeah, and then uh, coming in at number two, a lot of people won't know this. A lot, a lot of you, most of our listeners won't know this. This one's near and dear to the heart. 2009, UCM, the University of Central Missouri Mules, lost in the Elite Eight game against, I forget who, it was a Texas school. Me, my brother, and two of my roommates drove all the way to Texas 
from Missouri, which is like a nine-hour drive to where this game was at, we were winning by like eight points with two minutes left. Uh. And our best ball handler, a, a transfer from Miami, Ohio, so a D1 player transferred down to us, Alex Moosman, was an amazing ball dribbler. Amazing. And he goes for a pass to the you know on the right side of the court. And it was a bad pass. And the guy stole the pass, took it, and laid up. And it was just like momentum switch just right there. And then they took a lead, a one-point lead. We had a couple timeouts left. There was like 12 seconds on the clock. We rebound. We, we fouled them, and they miss it. We rebound it. One of our best players jumps, grabs the ball, and stands there. And like it's like waiting for a timeout. No timeout was called, so he just starts taking it down the court, you know the side of the court uh, court, and he runs and goes for a layup and gets tackled. I mean, speared straight Goldberg tackled and misses the layup, and the refs run off the court. They don't call the foul. And it, we lose the game <laughs> by uh, one point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it, it was it was the worst drive home ever, and it was a night game. So I'm literally driving all these guys back to our ho- or back to our house that we were renting in the middle of the night, like eight hours away, and I drove the whole way, and they're both passed out, and I had to sit there. And think about the fucking loss. Yeah. 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 That one's just. And then obviously Chris already knows this next one. You all should know this next one. Brandon Bostic. Oh. Onside kick. You know. I. (laughs) God. Still to this day. Like. No. Like I said. No. I'm going to go on my net day. I'm about a mile in the early. I knew that Brandon Bostic. <laughs> Brandon Bostic, straight up. So I won't say anymore. We've already talked about it enough. But here's Corey. By the way, I went back and watched that game. Yeah. Some crazy fucking shit happened that game. Russell Wilson was magical. <laughs> no, John Ryan was magical. No, I'm trying to know. Russell Wilson's like making throws out of one foot. You don't remember where uh, John Ryan threw a touchdown pass that game? Yeah, the but that was more than that. That was more about some Wilson's great combat. By the I way, the Patton Pat no wind in that game. I know, okay? I fucking know. <laughs> Changing the subject of Corey's top five worst, okay? <laughs> We're done on this subject. All right, so uh, this one makes me happy. Number five for Corey is the Bears losing the NFC Championship game to the Packers in 2010 when we won the Super Bowl. B.J. Raji picks off and returns it for a touchdown. Nose tackle, was, pick it up. Was that when 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 Yes, 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 it was. Coming in at number four, Kobe's passing. Uh, coming in, Man. coming at, coming at number three, Derrick Rose traded to the Knicks, and then following up Derrick Rose knee injury that what ended up killing his career. And oh, yet, <laughs> yeah. Then number one, Bears losing the Super Bowl against the Indianapolis Colts. Love it. Come on, love it. <laughs> they, Devin Hester returns it. The Bears thought they had it. Peyton Manning was like denied. They let him out the hook. <laughs> yeah. They they were who we thought they were. So let's go ahead and finish the top fives, or not finish, but start, you know, before we move on to our movies. Let's go ahead and get our top five best sports move, uh, moments. Do a coin first. Okay. Sounds like a plan. So Corey's top five best moments as a fan. Is Jimmy Chang, University of my uh, Hawaii's quarterback, breaks the NCAA passing record in 2006? He fucking. It was not Jimmy Chang. Oh, Blanton. No, Jimmy Chang broke the record in 2006. And then Oh, Blanton broke it the next year. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hawaii yeah. quarterback in two years. Jim Jones off, and that's why. 
Yeah, and then Phil Humbert, perfect game in Seattle Mariners 2012. It was the oh, first. Oh, yeah, I remember that story. <laughs> yeah, Corey was present for the game. Corey actually was at the game, went to a random game, and got to see a perfect pitch. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate that. Uh, coming in at number three, the Chicago White Sox winning the World Series in 2005. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, number two, the Chicago Bears NFC Championship win in 2006 followed up with their Super Bowl loss. Um, <laughs> and then this one. So this one is on both of our lists. And this is because it's near and dear both of our hearts. At number one is Green Bay versus St. Louis. December 16, 2007. Brett Favre breaks the passing record versus Dan Marino. I say it's near and dear to our hearts because – this is the first game, me and only game, me, Corey, Josh, another friend of ours who Yopa, at Yopa J, let's give him a shout out, who has done our uh, logo that you see on your phone right now. Went and we went to a game together in December. It was a Christmas present for my friend Josh, who is a diehard Rams fan, and I was able to get t- secure tickets for two other tickets for free for my brother and Corey, and we all went together. And we all sat together and we were able to uh, enjoy this game as a fa- uh, friends. So, and it was awesome to be able to see Brett Favre break Dan Marino's record. Was that the Edward Jones Dome? Yes, it was the Edward Jones Dome at that time. I remember that play too. Yeah. Yeah, because it was Donald Driver and him. It was a, it was a called audible. Both uh, Driver and Favre saw the same thing. Yeah, so they didn't. Uh, audible. Yep. Audible like and yeah, it was a quick audible for like a five-yard slant that got him the record. And speaking of this game, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump, Chris, into mine. No, it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and talk about this game, and then I'll do my other ones, because this is my number one for the same reasons that I've already mentioned. But speaking of this game, I love to say I had a moment with Brett Favre. I say that I had a moment with Brett Favre because the Green Bay Packers were like on the two, three-yard line. I'm, we're on the end zone. We're literally on the end zone. And I'm on like row two or three at this moment. And I'm up again. I'm actually on the wall of the end zone. And they're they're in a huddle. And there's a hole. And Brett Favre had the hole. Like I could see right into Brett Favre and Brett Favre could see at me. And it felt like we had a connection. Like he saw me looking at him and I saw him looking at me. And I just pointed at him. I was like, you're number one. Like, you know, it's like. Like you, like I love, like you're number one. Like, you, yes, you know, like just like that moment, I was like, I was all excited because I, I could feel like he was looking at me. You know, I don't know if you could ever had that feeling where you know somebody's seeing you and looking at you, but I had that moment with Brett Favre at that game, and I just like you're number one. And on the very next play, he threw a touchdown pass, and I, it was a tight end, and I want to say it was Bubba Franks. I can't recall, and Bubba Franks literally was like went for uh, to the fans like 10 yards to my right. So it was just – it was awesome. Yeah. Well, right. It had yeah. to be. Yeah, it had to be Bubba Franks. So it was just I, – I mean, so that game had a whole bunch of funness in, in everything, but that's my number one. But I'll go ahead and come from number five now, but so everybody knows my one. Coming in, in at number five for uh, – honorable mention. I'm just, wait, I just want to make sure. Well, honorable mention is I'm sorry. I, this is the only reason because it's another. This is another real, really near and dear to I'm my heart. Yeah. yeah. So, and this one, I was making this good. It's another University of Central Missouri, but this is football. This is his homecoming game against Pittsburgh State. We were up by. We were up for a little bit, and then Pittsburgh State went on a run. They went up by 30 points against us at halftime. Game looked completely over. Me and one of my friends, David Penner, who is in the all-time Misfits, uh, all-time baseball draft right now. Me and him said, nah, man, we're going to stay and watch this game because he came back for the homecoming game. And he was living in uh, Can- Nebraska at the time. And he came back. And we sat there and watched the game. And we came back from 30 points down to win the game on the final play. We stormed yeah. the field. It was like – it was just one of those moments. And, you know, the stadium was packed. And then by the end of the game, you know, because the whooping, everybody left. And there was only maybe like a thousand people in the stadium at that point. And then the players came through the, uh, you know, the stadium high fiving us, 
our quarterback who won the Harlem Hill trophy or the, the D2 Heisman came up and said, thanks for staying. Start high five, everybody. You guys are the best. I mean, so it's just, it was just one of those moments. It was just so awesome to watch that comeback. And literally we're storming the field and I'm yelling at my brother. I call my brother. I pick up my phone and I'm storming the field. And I'm like, we won. We won. We came back. And he just hangs up the phone and everybody's at a restaurant, a, a local restaurant. He hangs up the phone and he says, we just won the game to everybody. They're like, bullshit. He's like, we just won the game. And everybody looks up their phone and says, oh, my God. So it's just cool. one of those moments where I actually stayed and watched one of those amazing comebacks. So that, that's uh, my- uh, Harlan Hill. Yeah, the Harlan Hill trophy. Yeah, so it's the D2 version of the Heisman Hill, or the Heisman Trophy. And uh, no, no, if anybody's wondering, Heisman check, since we mentioned it, Reggie Bush has not got his Heisman back. We uh, repeat, Reggie Bush. Yes. Thank you, thank you. And then, of course, coming in, uh, my number five is the Green Bay Packers winning the Super Bowl. That, you know, in 2010, winning the Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers, Nick Collins return touchdown, Clay Matthews fumble. I mean, I remember when the Steelers got two minutes left, I was in the other room praying, just like, Please, just please, and we won. So I love it. And we they didn't even drive because all I was thinking was the San Antonio Holmes catch and the drive. I was like, please don't let uh, this happen this year. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. And then we we four and out. It was amazing. Uh so this one is pretty cool. I went it was one of the first Packer games I've ever went to. It was in Indianapolis versus the Colts. It was Peyton Manning versus Brett Favre. They both went for five touchdowns and almost 500 yards each. It was a shootout back and forth. I got to see two of my favorite all-time quarterbacks play against each other. Edner James went off for like 100 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, this is when Javon Walker was a Packer. So Javon Walker went off. I mean, it was a great game. It was just cool to see. I mean, who? I mean, not many people get to say they saw Brett Favre versus Peyton Manning. So, no. Uh, one of my other favorite moments was uh, this was two years ago, 2018, home opening day at Atlanta at Truist Park, or at this time it was uh, Sun Trust Park, and uh, I go, I went to the home opening with all my friends. We're sitting there, and we're down, we're losing, and it's the bottom of the ninth. The storm was coming in, and we were losing by like one or two runs. Nick Marcakis uh, and the girl, like the girl I was interested in at the time, says this guy's gonna hit a home run. I'm like, this is Nick Marcakis. He doesn't hit home runs. Like that's not like Nick Marcakis is a contact hitter. He's not gonna hit a home run. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, not gonna happen. And then it was a joke saying Nick Marcakis said, "How long until the rain?" Oh, okay, a minute. Goes up on the goes up there and blast a home run for a walk off home run on opening day. It was awesome to see. You know, it's just one of the. I have a video of me recording and running up and down the stadium because we just took a walk off home run. So <laughs> it was awesome. Then coming in at number two, before and then hand it over to Chris is Monday night Green Bay Packers versus Chicago Bears at Soldier Field. It's the coldest Bears game in history. The it was like without wind chills like negative two and with wind chills like negative 17 the stadium was packed and like they announced that it was the coldest game in hit like bears history and the stadium erupted like yeah you know like fuck this cold we can do this and (laughs) the game goes to overtime matt forte runs down our throat the bears win it mason crosby uh misses a gimme field goal to win the game but Still, awesome moment. I'll always remember how cold I was during that game. Chris, go ahead and take it over, buddy. Top five. No, no, since we're doing honorable mentions. Okay. I have one. Um, top this game I was at. The Chargers playing the Indianapolis Colts, and it's snowing in the halftime, and they're driving down the field, and I'm looking at the clock, and I'm like, they were out of time out what they going to do. They had enough time to get the Nintendo field. And then I told my brother, I'm like, they don't have enough time to get the Nintendo field right now. And, and they get, they went out the Nintendo 
What's his name? I never knew his name. Uh, Walter uh, Matthew. Walter Matthew. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, because it's going to be another movie. That's why. Uh, coming, <laughs> at, coming at number two, Sandlot. I'm shocked that Sandlot's at number two. This I can't argue. I can't argue number one, Major League. You can't argue Major League. Major League is probably right, one right, of the best. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so that those are his top five movies. He has two of my five, so I'll go ahead and jump in because I don't think Corey or Chris here will have Summer Catch. Summer Catch is my fifth. No, nah, nah, you did? No. No. Okay. Yes, okay. So yeah, I have Summer Catch coming in at number five. At number four is Moneyball. I think that's still an amazing movie. I love that movie. Brad Pitt's amazing. Jonah Hill's amazing. That whole story about the Oakland A's is amazing. And coming in at number three, Trouble Trouble with the Curve. Probably such a great movie. Such a great movie. Amy Adams, Justin Timberlake, yeah, Clint Eastwood, obviously. So these next two ones, these ones are childhood through and through. Evan Dadis from that? Wasn't that about Evan Evan Dadis? No. I don't have to go back. There's a couple guys in it, but I can't remember. It's been too long. I need to rewatch it. Coming in at number two, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, movie. Great movie, man. Great movie, like that that the the pitching coach that he has to stay with, man. That guy's <laughs> fantastic. I need bumper. <laughs> it's fantastic. I love that movie. I mean, great movie. That's I mean, nothing has to be said. That that's childhood through and through for probably me and Chris both. And then coming at number one, greatest baseball movie of all time. It should be named the Sandlot list. The Sandlot. I mean, come on. You're killing me, Smalls. I don't know what, Come on, Corey. What are you doing? Yeah. Corey, you Corey fucked up. Million, and now you got Sandlot number two. What, what yeah. are we doing here? I don't know. But, Chris, what are we doing? What do you got? By the way, I I just do 10 in small moons. In small moons, oh, that's like the most in that. Yes. Yes. 100%. Hundred. It was too hard to even do five. It was because I did not get Field of Dreams. I did not get multiple movies that you might no, name. No, so no. Go ahead. And by the way, they there's that you know when you good. See, you I'm know? glad I number five eight men out. Oh wow, you going old Don't school? Don't do that. Yeah, that's a good movie. About the the white shot, the black shot. I'm by the way, holy, what are you doing? Life is not on your life. But life sucks. What are you doing? <laughs> number, number four. You didn't surprise me. Major League is number four. I'm, I, but I, I, it's like 1A, 1B, 1A. Like, I, yeah. Anyways, number three. You know what it means? Classic. Fucking movie. Yeah, um, it is. Number two. You didn't stop that. You know, I didn't see it on your list, but. One two. Forty two. It, it was. It was. Close I really. You know what? Besides the fact of how um, what's been played that and Robinson, I love how Disney remade all the ballparks in this movie. That part, um, and it's, you know all the ballparks like you finally got to see them like as if they were like in real life again. It was really cool. Number one. It's the Sandlot list. Come on. Sandlot. I just watched it on 4th of July. Right after we doing that podcast. Chaswick Bozeman, by the way, is... Chaswick Bozeman. Yeah. 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 This Sandlot. Nothing else you said. We've been saying Sandlot a lot lately, so we'll just go ahead <laughs> and move on to our top five football movies. And let's go ahead and get Corey's top five football movies out of the way before we get to ours. I mean, Corey's top five, number five. This is. We have a hot take. No, it's not a hot take. It is just straight up homerism. It is what it is. I'm not trying to hate on the movie, but I wouldn't even put it in my top ten. Probably Brian's song. This is this is Corey being a homer 
through and through. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little homer. A little homer there. He's always a homer. We get we can always news, yeah. yeah, it is. I'm not trying to say that. Uh coming in at number four, Wildcats. Woody Harrelson is is the starting running back, but his stunt double is the film is in the film. It is black. Hilariously ensues. I've never seen Wildcats. I mean, I've never seen Wildcats. Now I'm gonna have to watch that. I've never heard of it or seen it, so I I will definitely have to go watch it. Woody Harrelson. Fuck yeah, I, I, Woody. If you say Woody, that's enough for me to probably watch a movie. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, coming in at number three, thanks to me, is Draft Day. He even says thanks. Matt, honestly, one of my new favorite movies. <laughs> Draft Day is a- I hate this movie. I hate that movie. And it's no fucking sense. <laughs> you just destroyed my heart. Like, how I'm sorry. dare you? I, I hate that. I hate, you hate that movie. <laughs> I'm about to cry. Like, I can't believe you just said that. That hurt. That, that was like, that was like. <laughs> I, I was so the- hyped for that movie. Like, I'm like, like, oh no. I'm like, I'm like Oh, yeah, like, watching it, and then halfway through, I'm like, this movie is dog shit. You shut your horse <laughs> mouth. All right. Well, we all know Chris can't ever be trusted again. Moving on uh, is The Replacements, which is an amazing choice. Fuck. Yeah. And then coming in at number one, Remember the Titans. Another great, fantastic movie we've been speaking a lot lately about. So we'll go ahead and not say anything <laughs> else about that one. And Chris, you know what? I'll go ahead and let you go off this one. Go ahead. What's your top All five? Right, you know, I'm at the honorable mention with the replacement. I love that yeah. goddamn movie. It's so fucking great. It's a good for you. <laughs> All I want is a quarter. <laughs> You're gonna eat a whole, eat all these eggs before a game? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> number five, and then number five, ten more, fine. Ah, uh, but side. Oh wow. Okay, I don't know if I would have put it. Okay. Number four, it's classic. Rudy. Oh yeah, Rudy. Rudy's a yeah. Rudy's a great movie. Number three, I just love this movie. It's so fucking hilarious. And it's fucking, you know, like you when know, I was hit. John Madden's in it. Will Giants. My man. I was, yeah, I wanted to put it on my list and I did it. Good, good. I'm glad. Yeah, great movie. Number great. two, Invincible. Oh, good movie too. And, you know, number one, it's still a member of the Titans list. Yeah. Titans. <laughs> So, coming in at number five for me is The Longest Yard, but I think this is where you got confused with uh, Bad News Bears, OG, The Longest Yard, but I am picking The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Yes. And the reason why is I thought it was funny and hilarious, but I this is the first – so, story background. This is the first year I played football this movie came out. So, it, and it's, it got dropped right before the football season. So, really hyped for it. And it's the first time I ever went to the movie multiple times to see a movie. I think I saw this movie in theaters like four or five times. <laughs> yeah. Love this movie. Longest Yard. I mean, Bill, Gorbo- Bill Goldberg's scene in the, in the shower, still classic. The, 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 the female cheerleader or the guy cheerleaders that – oh, fucking great. Using mop. Well, was that? Not, 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 it, it was, um, what's his name? Chris Rock was, Chris Rock. From, uh, Saturday Night Live. Um, Clinton, Clinton, uh, was it Tracy Morgan? Tracy Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, great movie. Coming in at number four for me is The Replacements. I mean, great movie. Keanu Reeves, you know, Shane Falco. Nothing else has to be said. <laughs> Coming in at number three. Still the greatest speech ever given in a movie. Any given Sunday. Al Pacino, Jamie Foxx, Terrell Owens, if people didn't know. Amazing movie. Coming in at number two. And this is going to piss off Hayda. Remember the Titans. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> because, oh, you're going to hate my number one. Draft day, number one. Love that. And give me goddamn David Puckney. Fucking amazing movie. Chris does I'm running that Cardinal Finn. <laughs> don't talk hey, don't talk there, Ryan and, Matthews. And guess what? He wants to brown brown me and fine. <laughs> don't hate. Don't you hate My name's okay. the hater until I get, you know, what I'm starting to do here. <laughs> right. That game well eliminate. Yeah. You're you, you need to shut up. Just you just sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but folks, that's our podcast this week. We thank you for listening, as always, for uh, the All Time Misfit Podcast. We uh, truly thank you for listening again. Uh, do not forget the Tremichael Finley giveaway jersey is still happening. We are getting close to our goals, so keep liking and following, and look for the instructions on how to enter. And uh, have a great week for uh, the All Time Misfit Podcast. This is yours truly, Little B at Brunelli Sports. Yo, don't forget to follow us all time baseball on the 18 Misfit Podcast. Yep, and uh, don't forget to go follow our third co-host who will be returning next week, Corey Guest at riddler underscore 83 or 86 sorry thank you and have a great week all right we're out at adp we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide that gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll.